Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi everyone and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. As always, I'm your host Shravan and we have our co-host Taran here with us over in Hobart. Yes, I'm here with my full my full attention directly on this podcast. Definitely not watching anything else while I'm recording this. Yes, yeah, so completely. We've got your complete undivided attention, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, I am 100% on board with this podcast today. Yes, well, I'm back. I'm back from overseas, so it's back uh, from Afghanistan, wasn't it? Can be wherever you want it to be, really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but I'm back. We released some episodes recently, Hobbs and Shaw, and our very delayed San Diego Comic Con episode. But we're back today. We're going to be talking about a couple of things, actually. I actually have no idea what we're talking about today. Yeah, I wanted to keep you in the dark. You know. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. But uh, it's going to be a fun-filled, action-packed episode. So we're going to do our much-delayed review of The Lion King. So I watched it over in Japan. So I was in Japan. I I ruined it. But yeah, I was in Japan. (laughs) Is Japan a city in Afghanistan? Do they have theaters in Afghanistan? Yeah, and except it was in um, Arabic. Arabic? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Do you understand it? Well, I I didn't really need to because it's The Lion King. (laughs) True, true, yes. But yes, I watched it. I watched it in English with Japanese subtitles. We're also going to be talking about Spider-Man and we've got some news about that. And then we're also going to be talking about all the... Breaking news, isn't it? It's breaking like, no news. No one would have heard of this news up till we've talked about it, yes. I think. Yeah, I don't think you've even heard of it's, it. It's definitely flown under the radar. <laughs> we're all about bringing you the latest news, like as soon as we can. You know, we we don't wait like six or seven weeks until it's... After it's broken to bring you the news, we do it straight get it away. To you straight away. We, we yeah. do it before the news even breaks. Yeah, exactly. And the last thing we're going to be talking about is all the announcements at Disney's big conference, D23. So there were some things that came out of that, and we're going to be talking about that too. You seem a bit surprised by that as well. No, nah, it's just, no, nah, you, you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm hardly listening to what you're saying, just like our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Should should I say what I've been watching so the listeners know? I guess I guess so. So they're not they're not just under the radar. Yeah. So you're you're watching our favorite our our team in the AFL Essendon getting absolutely smashed by the West Coast, right? Yes, I am. The bombers are out. This is extra news for you guys. It's the second quarter. It's still on. <laughs> Most but we won't tell you. Out. We yeah. won't break this until seven weeks later. <laughs> In, in next year's preseason, we'll be like, guys, Essendon lost the quarterfinal. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You can, um, you can hear about that in our other podcast, the AFL podcast that we do. do. Well, one of my friends always says that we should do an AFL podcast. And I tell him that both of us know jack all about AFL. Well, we know a little bit, but not, not enough to give us, give good insights. Yeah. We probably don't know enough. But that being said, I did win the work tipping comp. So. I do know a bit. Getting that subtle bragging while you can, hey? Yeah. Well, I still got the money. I haven't spent it yet. So back back to the episode. Back to the Disney episode. So I, I got a Disney Who Am I. Let's see if you get this one. Yep. It's Lion King. 
Lion King's not a character. It's, it's no, it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's Lion King. You mean Mufasa or Simba or yeah. Simba's Lion King? <laughs> the answer is Lion King. <laughs> okay, here we go. I am an evil, smooth-talking witch doctor who plots to rule New Orleans with help from my friends on the other side. I have an infamous reputation around New Orleans, and I am a feared figure in the eyes of its inhabitants. I am a descendant of royalty, though my mother, whose severed, shrunken head I keep in my emporium, was a slave to the king. While growing up, the wealthy treated me with disrespect or ignored me altogether. Having come from a poor background, I grew to resent the rich and prosperous, none so much as the, the most powerful man in the city, Eli Big Daddy LeBouf. I sought to supersede my rival using voodoo and black magic while offering the souls of New Orleans citizens to my friends as recompense. Who am I? Cool. Do you have any idea who that is? I know what it's from, but I don't know who it is. And I w- I'll never know who it is. So it's it's Lion King. <laughs> At least it's not Kang. Yeah. Well, it's Disney related. Oh, well, technically, yeah. But it doesn't matter. It's Lion King. <laughs> So first we'll talk about Lion King, actually. So you haven't seen it, so this is just going to be me talking, which means that you can completely tune out and watch the footy. What's better, this game of footy or Lion King? I would probably say Lion King, because I actually didn't hate it like... I, I, I didn't hate it that much. I actually I actually liked it, to be honest. It wasn't that bad. Bit of background on the movie. It's directed by Jon Favreau, so everyone knows him from... From the Friends episode where he cameos as um, Monica's boyfriend, who is a UFC fighter. That's what he's most famous for, isn't it? Is that real? Because I was just <laughs> yeah, watching Friends. I was watching the episode of Friends with Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah, he's in it. He's like the father of the student or that, what's his name's dating? Yep, yeah, Ross Geller. But yeah, John Favreau. So he, before this, he directed the other live action adaptation of Jungle Book. I think that's that was his last movie before this one. I don't think he was in anything else. Obviously, he's been acting in some Marvel movies, but not directing anything. He directed that episode of Friends that he was in. Did he direct it as well? I'm actually not sure. <laughs> <laughs> he's in more than one episode. He's in like half a season. Oh, okay. So he's, of he's, Friends. He's kind of like a recurring character then. He's in it as much as Paul Rudd? Uh, less than Paul Rudd. Less than Paul Rudd, yeah. Because he's in it quite a bit. Obviously, he's going to be directing, or he has directed The Mandalorian, the Disney Plus show, which we'll be talking about afterwards. In terms of the cast, they've kind of pulled in all the big names for this one. So, it's got Donald Glover, Seth Rogen, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Now that. Okay, I'll say it again. Chiwetel Ejiofor. He's actually one of my favorite actors. I should know how to say his name. He's my least favorite actor. No reason. Just he is. <laughs> I just ignored that. And yeah. Beyonce's in this, as well as James Earl Jones, who's the only actor who's coming back to reprise his role in this version of The Lion as King. As The Lion King. Well, technically he is, yeah. Well, yeah. for about yeah. half an See, hour of this right. movie. <laughs> that was the answer to the um, Who Am I, isn't it? It's James Earl Jones. Uh, no. Uh, it was close. Yeah. It's not Darth Vader either. Uh, okay. Budget-wise, it's one of the most... Well, more expensive movie. So it was made for between 250 to 260 million. And box office, it's absolutely killing it. So it's approaching 1.6 billion worldwide. It's the most successful animated movie of all time because this is not a live action movie. It's actually fully animated. And it's by far the most successful live action adaptation of a Disney movie as well. So we're going to be getting more of these. Yeah, because I love them. I love all of them. I've seen every single one of them, and I love them. Have you seen Cinderella? No. <laughs> I lied. I've, I've seen basically <laughs> none of them. I've seen maybe one of them. You've seen Beauty and the Beast? I've seen that one, yeah. You've seen Aladdin? And it's my favorite movie I've ever seen. <laughs> no, I've, I haven't seen Aladdin yet. Okay. I, I do want to see Aladdin, though. Aladdin's actually quite good. I watched it again on the flight back. Yeah, it's good. I like it. I like it better than this, and I like this, so I really like that, I guess. Positives and negatives. I'll start with the positives. So positives... The positives is it has the Lion King in it. Is that right? Yeah, it does. Yeah. People think I haven't seen the actual Lion King. I've seen the Lion King. (laughs) I haven't seen this Lion King, but I've seen the Lion King before. I'm not an idiot. (laughs) We'll test... Well, it came out when you were born, I think. Around the same time you were born. Yeah, it came out on the day I was born. (laughs) At the exact minute I was born as well. (laughs) The same time I was born. So you are the the Lion Lion King. (laughs) Actually, do you know what happened? On the first show of The Lion King, when I was born, at that exact moment on the first show of The Lion King, they lifted up Simba at that point. Exact same moment. Yeah. Don't ask me how I know this, I just do. It's the circle of life. Yeah, exactly. 
continue with whatever you were saying. <laughs> positives. So positives. I think the biggest positive of this movie, and sort of it's kind of a, a negative as well, but it's the visuals. So it looks really realistic. So it looks... It looks incredible. It, it looks like a David Attenborough documentary for, for some of it anyway, until the animals start talking. But the circle of life, which is, I mean, everyone's seen the original Lion King, so you know that the first- Ooh, not everyone. Maybe not. But anyway, we'll go into more spoils later on. But the first part of the movie is the circle of life. So they redid that and it was, it was really good. Like, it was a great start to the movie. So visually, you can't fault it. They've done a really good job with that. I like Timon and Pumbaa in this one. So they kind of- modernize their comedy a little bit even though the uh, the other film isn't even that old so like I, I think the comedy in that movie still holds up but they kind of make it a bit more modern because it's seth rogan don't was good i guess did you say beyonce was in this beyonce is in this so she's the old did you say it at the start yeah i did <laughs> yeah okay did. yeah i was just making sure yeah no she's she's in it i've yeah. got something to say about her later um the songs are good but i guess we can't really give these guys credit for it because they just use the same songs as the previous version and they're not really that different. They're just different singers, but it's the same. Beyonce sings it instead. Yeah. She sings all of them. She sings the male part as well. Did you know that? Oh, I didn't know that, no. So she sings both the female and male parts of every single song in this movie, including the Circle of Life one at the start. That's all her. She must have got a big paycheck out of this one. Yeah, she did. Pretty decent. Well, according to what she told me. Oh, okay. So you're friends with Beyonce? Yeah, and Jay-Z. Oh, okay. You should get them on the podcast. Nah, they hate it. <laughs> They're not a fan. <laughs> They're definitely not listening at the moment. Well, no one's listening at the moment because we're recording. Oh, yeah. Even I'm not listening at the moment. So, <laughs> so it shows how little people are listening. <laughs> negatives. So negatives, like I said earlier. So the visuals are great. But it comes at an expense because... The expressions are shit. It looks too real. Like, I wouldn't say they're terrible. Like, it's just not the same as the cartoon. Because obviously in, a, in the animated version, you get much more expression through the characters' faces. In this, you're just looking at a lion. So they pretty much always look the same. And it's really just the dialogue that tells you how they're feeling. They almost always have the same expression. Lions are very expressive, aren't they? They're not, yeah. Otherwise, they would have won an Oscar by now. That's the rule. If you're expressive, you have to have won an Oscar by now. <laughs> I'm not even going to acknowledge that joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they're not Leonardo DiCaprio. No, unfortunately yeah. not. Even though he's a Leo. But maybe soon, maybe soon. All they need to do is fight a bear and then they'll win an Oscar. <laughs> so just get them in a movie when they fight a bear and yeah, they'll win an yeah. Oscar. I don't think they're bears in Africa, are they? We'll ship a lion to ca- maybe Canada. Okay. It's probably easier. Then you could have the lion versus the bears, like all the bears. Or do you know what they should do? Do a live action Brother Bear movie and then spin off Brother Bear meets the Lion King. Accidentally, the bears end up in Africa and then they fight for a bit, but then they become friends because their mothers have the same name. You know, that would almost work. That would always <laughs> work? Yeah. <laughs> Until that Do you reckon it's a good idea? <laughs> It's a good. It's a pretty good idea, I reckon. Yeah, Disney can pay us at any time. We accept bank transfers and checks as well. Just you know, just to me. You don't have to pay both of us. <laughs> Other negatives. I think the biggest negative for this movie is they follow the the original movie pretty much to the T. Like, there's hardly any scenes that are different to the original movie. So I've technically seen this movie. You've seen it. Yeah. So if you've seen the original, you've seen a better version of this movie already. Oh, I've seen it. <laughs> I thought it was all right. My positives and negatives are the same as yours. But yeah, they, they follow... There's nothing that they change. So if you take the other live-action version of the animated movie that came out this year, Aladdin, they actually changed it enough for it to be its own movie. So it wasn't like you're watching the same movie. Like, it felt different, even though it was the same story, but different things happen, and it's not, like, line-by-line line the same movie. This is, line-by-line, line the same movie, and... The lines that they use, so it's pretty much the same dialogues as well, but the dialogues didn't have as much expression as they did in the, the original either. I don't know if that's because the what we were watching had expression, so like the characters' faces had expression, so it felt more like it was it was more expressive. But in this one it just felt a bit dull in general. So they they pretty much kept 
to the original for all of the movie. They changed a couple of things, and the couple of things they did change I didn't really like. So they they changed a couple of the songs. I must disagree. I liked all the changes. Yes, for someone who hasn't seen it. <laughs> no, I've seen it. You, you just literally said before that I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen the movie. Yes, you've seen it. Okay. You're just excluding me out of this review. Well, you keep looking at the footy, so... I'm just talking. Nah, it's half time now, so I'm ready. I'm ready to. Um, okay, you got. I've got your undivided attention. All right. Yep, yep. I'm. I'm here. Yeah, they changed one of the songs in particular. That, like, obviously, they changed all the songs a little bit, but one particular song they really changed and they made it shorter. And I, oh yeah, that's the song that Chiotolegia Four sings. It actually is, but yeah. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm being serious. <laughs> I've seen the movie. What, what, <laughs> I've seen the movie. That's why I know. So, yeah, that I didn't like. Just overall, it felt like it was not really that necessary, the movie, just in general. Because Lion King itself is that old. I feel like these remakes should be done of movies that are a little bit older, like maybe the the classic Disney movies like Snow White's, Cinderella's. Like Frozen? They should do Frozen live action. That's old, yeah? Well, if that's old, then this is really old, right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they should, yeah, they should probably do the really old ones, maybe like Sword in the Stone, that sort of thing. They did Sword in the Stone, didn't they? No, have they? I thought they did. No, not yet. They're doing Lady in the Tramp, which is pretty old. Let's go to Disney Plus. Yeah, which is going straight to Disney yeah. Plus. But did you see that at the red carpet of Lady in the Tramp, the dogs walk the red carpet? Yeah, they did. Apparently, they were rescue dogs. Yeah, it's pretty cute. Uh, we'll talk about that later because I got some Disney Plus stuff to talk about. I feel like this movie just. It, it didn't require a remake yet. It probably doesn't ever require a remake, to be honest, because the original movie is pretty much, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing you can do, like, different to make it better. So I, I just don't think it, it needed it. All that being said, I still enjoyed this movie because it's Lion King and you can't really yeah. do much wrong with it. And visually, it is it is stunning, so... You kind of watch it just for that. I agree with you on all fronts. Good. As a person that's definitely seen this movie and liked it, I I agree with you with every single point you just made in the past 20 minutes. Very good. Last negative. Oh, you have one more. You're still going. I'm still going. It's still going, guys. You reminded me of Beyonce. So I said Beyonce is in this movie. Her singing is good, but her voice acting is not very good. I mean, it's not terrible or anything, but it just doesn't sound like Nala. Like, she didn't have much expression in her voice. It just sounded like Beyonce talking. Like, it didn't feel like a character talking. It just sounded like Beyonce. But it's obviously a singing, which is what her profession is, was very good. And Donald Glover was very good in, in both the, the voice as well as the singing. It was a bit disappointing, her performance. I mean, I don't need to say go watch this movie because everyone's already watched it. It's made $1.6 billion. Including me. I've, I've seen it. Yeah. You, you keep emphasizing that for some reason. We, you, I just want people to know that I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> We've already established that. I'll give my ratings. In terms of, we'll do the Infinity Stone ratings. Soul, it's the Lion King. So despite the characters not having any soul in their expressions, it still has a soul because the story has it. And time, it is longer than the original Lion King for some reason even though it's the same movie and the songs are a bit doesn't shorter. doesn't have time travel, though. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't have time travel. It does have a flash forward in time, so I would give it the, give it the time stone because it has the flash forward. I would not give it the time stone because I feel like it was a bit long, but um, maybe I'll give it half a time stone. It was probably a bit longer than it needed to be, but it wasn't exhausting, I guess. The power stone, it has it because it's got Mufasa. He's a pretty powerful character and there's some um lion fighting scenes which are also in the original so uh i'll give it the power stone reality the emotion is realistic i guess if you look at the original lion king it's a story that sort of everyone can maybe not relate to but feel sympathetic to so it still has that because it's based off the original space no even though you see mufasa in space like in the sky at one stage but no, it doesn't have space. Mind doesn't make you think. So they do add a little bit of dialogue to add some like backstory to some of the characters, which was probably a bit unnecessary, but I don't know if it makes you think. It kind of like gives you a little bit more background. 
I love backstory. I wish the whole movie was backstory. I don't want the front story. All I want is backstory. I mean, it's it's not a complicated movie, so I, I don't think it gets the milestone. It is a kid's movie. Yes, yeah. Even though it's a, it looks like real lions and stuff, if they did a true remake of The Lion King, it should be pretty violent because it's like lions falling off cliffs and dying and like getting run over in stampedes and stuff, but they kind of edit it so that it's not violent. So it's still very much a kid's movie. So yeah, three and a half Infinity Stones out of six. And I would still give it a cognitive recalibration because I didn't hate it. I I'd, I still liked it. And I agree. I still liked it too. It's obviously not as good as the original. It was probably a bit unnecessary. But if you haven't seen The Lion King, probably watch the original Lion King. But if you just happen to be out and you need the cinema and it happens to be running... You're not going to regret watching it, so a cognitive recalibration. That was probably the review that I had the most input I've ever had in. I think the viewers are really going to appreciate the words I I put into that review. It'll really get to them, I think. I think so, yeah. 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 Are we doing spoilers? We are doing spoilers. Is there much to do in spoilers? Uh, Not really. You can just ask me any questions. I don't really have any questions because I know the story. Does does Timon put a little um, Hawaiian skirt on and do a dance? No. So no. all the sort of cartoony aspects are obviously taken out of this movie. So even um, I Just Can't Wait to Be King, the song, it's like them running around the pride. It's not like a colourful music video like it is in the original. So all of that is kind of stripped out, which is sort of another negative because the, fir- the the original movie is so colourful and vibrant and this is kind of, even though it's like the real life, it's less vibrant and just like normal real life, which is less vibrant than movies. I guess so, yeah. And the scene where Mufasa is in the sky, you don't actually see him in the sky. It's like thunder and lightning and you just hear his voice, which is a bit disappointing because they might as well have just done him in the clouds. I don't know why they didn't do it. Oh, yeah, the other thing was Rafiki in this is nowhere near as good as the Rafiki in the animated version. He doesn't do any of the stuff that he does in the animated version. You know how he hits Simba with, a, with his stick? At one yes, stage? yeah. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. do that. And I was really disappointed that he didn't do that. Does he hit him with his hand instead? No, he doesn't hit him at all, which is... Oh, what? What the fuck? (laughs) Which is really disappointing. This movie needs to get cancelled. Cancel this movie. How dare he not hit the lion? And Zazu, who was voiced by Rowan Atkinson in the the original, I think it's John Oliver in this one, he was pretty good. They add like a few more dialogues to him and they make it like he's a bit of comedic relief in this one. There's this one scene which I actually really liked, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't in the original, is when Simba escapes, he leaves the Pride, and he goes and like catches up with, um, well, he meets up with Tim, Timon and Pumbaa, and he starts living with them, and then he grows up and he's like the big lion living with them. And there's this one scene how he's, the fur from his mane, some of it comes off. It turns into like a David Attenborough documentary for a little bit. So his like, fur like flies in the air, and then like this... I think it's like a bee or something, like, catches it. And then, like, the bee flies around. And then the bird gets the the bee. I could be saying this wrong, but I, I think this is what happens. And then the bird, like, takes the fly. So, you're talking about that nursery rhyme where the lady eats a, eats a spider. So, to eat the spider, she eats the cat. <laughs> to eat the cat, she eats the dog. Have you heard about this one? No. That sounds brutal. No, just um, yeah, cut this out of the cut this out of the <laughs> podcast. No one needs to hear this. <laughs> that could stay on the editing room floor. <laughs> but yeah, like they, they show like a sequence of events of how the fur gets to Rafiki. So basically, it goes like in between many animals and goes across the African desert, and Rafiki finds this fur eventually, and then he figures out that Simba's still alive based on that. So I thought that was pretty imaginative and something a little bit different from the original. And it was animated really well. Okay. Anything else? No, I've had enough of Lion King. Let's talk about other stuff. <laughs> okay. Well, that's it from Lion King. If you had any thoughts about the Lion King that you wanted to tell us about, if you liked it or if you didn't like my opinion Was that on the it? bell to signal the end of Lion King? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I'll ring it again. <laughs> yes. Thank uh, goodness. I was waiting for that bell. <laughs> Let us know. So hit us up on our socials, which we'll tell you about later in the episode. Let's move on to breaking news. So Spider-Man 
He's back in the MCU. So we've just got some news that Sony and Marvel have come to a decision. It's going to be 25% to Disney. and Holy fuck. And uh, Spider-Man is kind of never left, right? Because he wasn't really out. He's, he's back. So he's back. Yeah. That's not the news. Sorry. Sorry to get your hopes up. That's not what happened. <laughs> um, There's going to be people that listen to just that part and then they've told their friends and then they've listened again and they're like, oh shit, they're all lying. And now they've lost credibility with their friends. So thank you for fucking up their lives. <laughs> and we've lost all credibility, but that happened a long time ago. That happened when you were born. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Spider-Man. So bit of background on this. So the MCU deal that, that happened when... Basically, Spider-Man was introduced in Civil War. Was I think Disney get five percent of the cut, and Sony get ninety-five percent of all the proceeds from the Spider-Man movies, so the solo Spider-Man movies, and then Marvel can use Spider-Man in their Marvel Cinematic Universe, so they they can use him in the Avengers. We've seen all of that, but basically, that was only a six-picture contract, I think, and the six films have been made, so they've gone back into renegotiations and then Disney have asked for more and Sony do not want to give them more. So I think Disney first put out an offer for 50-50 and Sony flat out rejected it and because, you know, they were getting 95, why would they want 50? And then I think there were further offers after that, but basically negotiations negotiations broke down and Spider-Man is no longer in the MCU as we know it at the moment. Things could change. I think there's still stuff going on, but at the moment, it looks like he's out. So what are your thoughts on this? Uh, what are your thoughts? And then once you give your thoughts, I'll think about my thoughts a little bit more <laughs> and then give my thoughts. I'll just piggyback off your thoughts. Okay. So there's multiple levels of things happening here. Also, wait, before you give your thoughts, I've, I've changed my mind. I've got to give your ex- explanation was good, but I don't think it's the full story. I'm pretty sure it's not just Sony's fault. I think it's Disney's fault as well. It's probably a bit of both parties. I know there's a lot of people blaming Sony saying, oh, they're not giving Spider-Man to Disney or whatever. But Disney probably wasn't very relenting as well with their offers. Hence why it hasn't worked out. So it's not just Sony's no, fault. No, I think it's both it's definitely not Sony's fault. I mean, it's it's kind of both of their faults, to be honest. Uh, when, when this came out, I, I think the initial reaction was everyone hated Sony. But afterwards i think people have kind of warmed up to sony and they've started hating disney a bit more i don't think it's disney's fault either <laughs> it's actually john favreau's fault yeah it's just his it's just gotta blame it on someone right just blame it on him yeah gotta blame it on someone someone's a scapegoat and it's got to be john favreau this time <laughs> like i said there's multiple levels of things happening here so disney like we've just talked about they've just made a lot of money this year all of their movies have done really well and they've just bought fox so they've just bought another studio and they have a massive, they're a massive company now and they're very, very successful. On the other hand, you've got Sony who are a smaller studio and they're not doing as well. In fact, most of the movies aren't doing very well. Last year they had Venom, which did okay. But really their best movie, that well, their best character and the biggest money-making machine is Spider-Man. And the Emoji movie. I'm not sure. Did that, did that make money? No, I don't think so. <laughs> so most of their movies are not doing well. Like Men in Black didn't do well. But Spider-Man, so Spider-Man Far From Home is their most successful movie ever as a studio. It's their most successful movie ever. So, I mean, Disney had a lot to do with that because they helped in terms of the creative side to make all the current Spider-Man movies. But you've got to think about it from their viewpoint because they don't want to lose. This is like the only way they're making money. This is how they're surviving as a studio, pretty much, Spider-Man. But saying that, Sony's a company that doesn't just make movies. They're also the most profitable video game company in the world. So it's not like they're lacking cash. It's not like, oh, shit, we're going under. We need to we need to batten down the hatches and get all the money we can. They're making a lot of money. They just want to make more money. Yeah, that's true. But Disney, Disney's the same. Like, they're making a lot of... Yeah, exactly. It's not, none of these people are going bankrupt. They just want more money. But I think as a studio, they might, if they lose Spider-Man, I think they will go bankrupt as a studio. No, they won't because they, they have other things to fall back on. Sony, Fox went bankrupt because they're only, uh, they don't only make movies, but they only make stuff for TV or movies. They're in a, in a film or TV based company. 
Whereas Sony has a lot of other things that they make. They make laptops, they make computers, they make TVs, they make video that's, games. That's true. But in, in they, yeah. like, so they won't, Sony as a company won't cease to exist, but Sony as a studio will cease to exist. So they'll probably shut down that, that part of their business if they lose Spider-Man. They make enough money that they're, okay, they don't make as much money as Disney, but the thing is they don't make as many big movies as Disney, which is why they don't make as much money as Disney. They make a lot of small, like, indie shit that makes like i don't know 10 million dollars or something yeah but even those i think even those movies are not doing that well like well, they're not that profitable. Th- those movies are made on like a very low budget so they still make enough to yeah. kind of keep the company afloat they want more money they're, they both want more money but that's just corporate yeah. stuff like that's all about the corporate side of things like yeah. they're not thinking about the creative side but i'll get into that in a second but basically if disney were to get spider-man back or they're like bought spider-man then you'd probably lose another studio so you'd like we don't want a future where disney is i don't agree with that i think i think sony would still be afloat no matter what even if they lost but would anyone watch their movies that's the thing oh they they'll make i don't know they'll make men in black because you don't want you don't want a world where it's a monopoly where it's just disney movies like disney making everything i want disney movies and Fast and Furious movies, and that's all. That's what my <laughs> well, Universal is still going, so they still got yeah. their Fast and Furious. No, I, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, but I don't agree with what you're saying as well. <laughs> I agree in terms of you don't want Disney to make everything, but I don't agree in saying that if they lost, if Sony agreed to this deal, they wouldn't go bankrupt. I mean, they're still going to make fifty percent, which is still a lot of money. But when they can, the thing, like if you think of it from Sony's viewpoint. Marvel kind of fixed up Spider-Man. So Spider-Man's doing okay now. If they got Spider-Man back, even if they make a mediocre movie, it's going to make a decent amount of money and they're going to keep 100% of it. So they don't have to give anything to Disney and they'll keep 100% of it. No, definitely. Well, that's from their viewpoint. But like I was saying, this is all corporate stuff. So none of the creative... Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The side of it is factoring into these discussions. Basically, they're trying to please their shareholders. They're trying to improve their bottom line. That This is all corporate stuff. 
Which is what everyone wants us to talk about. Let's keep going on about the corporate stuff. Having worked in the corporate sector, I know that when it comes to costs and profit- Oh, and- you bloody- you, You're all about the money, aren't you? Yes, you just want, yes. You're yeah. just about filling your pockets, <laughs> you greedy bastard. <laughs> Basically, Those that's bankers. all that matters. So, um, <laughs> they just want to please their shareholders, make their share price go up, do what it takes to be profitable. That's all that matters. But if you put that aside, less and less people are going to movies now. It's not like it used to be. It's more expensive things. Uh, well, things in general are more expensive. So people are prioritizing other things than going to movies. Saying that, though, the highest grossing film of all time was this year. So I don't think that's completely true. That's, I think, well, that, I think that's because people prioritize that movie. People don't go and watch every single movie. I think there was a point in time, probably like 2000 and, 2005 to 2000. And, 2012 maybe around that era where no one was going to theaters and it was horrible and there was definitely less people going then than there is now yeah during that time i think some of it is economic related why people weren't going to movies but also it is i think just the quality of movies wasn't as good i think at the moment it's probably the best it's ever been for movies in like the last 20 years it depends who you ask like if you're into blockbuster movies with you know, entertaining blockbuster movies, then yes. If you're into, like, indie stuff, then maybe no. I don't know. I think, I think I'm think i talking in terms of movie execs and making money. Yeah. For them, it's the best time it's ever been for them. But it's not going to continue forever. So you need – the reason why the MCU is so successful is they've done something that hasn't been done before. So they've kind of got characters from other movies and put them in the same movie. And you kind of need stuff like that to people to make people come to the cinemas. So, like, when they put Spider-Man in the MCU, that's a big boost. Like, I think it, it's kind of the what what would make someone who's not a comic book fan, who's just a general general moviegoer, they know that Spider-Man's in an Avengers movie, they're more likely to go watch it. So, you need you kind of need stuff like that now because people have seen superhero movies. Like, there's been so many of them. You need something different. So, I hope these guys kind of come to their senses and think about the long term but the, i know i know what you're saying in the argument you're making but the thing is the person that doesn't know comic book movies and needs a little more incentive to go see these movies they don't know if this spider-man's in avengers they probably think batman's in avengers <laughs> they they have no idea so those people, it won't make a difference. They'll still go see this because they'll still think it is in the Avengers. That well, at the moment they'll still think it is because they've seen him in the Avengers. So yeah, yeah. So it's not going to make a difference for the for the average viewer if this happens. It's more for the fans. It makes a difference. Definitely the fans. And well, coming to the fans, actually, you don't want to lose the fans. And you won't because comic book fans will watch anything well, that has a superhero in it. I think they'll watch it, but if if the quality starts deteriorating, I don't think everyone's going to keep watching these movies because yeah, MCU's had a pretty good run so far. Like their quality, in quality wise, they're pretty good. Like they've haven't really made that many bad movies, if not any. If, yeah, depending on who you ask. But this could be the turning point because losing Spider Man. I'm not saying it's going to change everything, but it could be the turning point. Nah, I don't think so. If the quality deteriorates because. Spider-Man's not in it, so they have to come up with some roundabout reason as yeah, to why Yeah, but he's saying not that, it's Spider-Man's a popular character, but he isn't the most popular Marvel character. Well, in comics he is, but in the MCU he isn't. I think you're right. I think there are other characters that have gone past him, but traditionally he is probably the most popular superhero. I don't think this is a game-breaking thing for the MCU, and it's not the worst thing for Sony either. It's It's fine. There's nothing there that feels like, oh, shit, they really need this character. Otherwise, they're stuffed. Mm, well, they kind of did set up Spider-Man as, like, the next... Iron Man. But who cares? He is the next Iron Man. He's just doing his own thing now. I think I don't think it's as no, much of an issue... he's doing his own thing. He's at school. He's at school. He's doing his own thing. <laughs> it's not as much of an issue for the MCU movies because there's so many other characters that can be somewhere else. Like, they're in Wakanda. Who cares about Spider-Man in Wakanda? That's fine. For the Spider-Man movies, I think it's a big issue because they've built his character around the MCU so much that it just wouldn't make sense for them not to reference it at all. What if in the first scene he goes through a portal and ends up in the Venomverse? 
he's in a different universe. He can't call on Iron Man. There's no Iron Man. Iron Man's not there. They can make a way to work. They can work it around yeah, they in can some way they and can, make it work. They can do it. I'm sure they can do it. Obviously, we're going to get Venom versus Spider-Man if this continues. So, Look, I'm playing devil's advocate, but <laughs> I, I agree with you, and I, I would rather have Spider-Man in the MCU. I think the MCU would be better if Spider-Man was in it, but either way, who cares? It's just another movie, and look, they'll make another Spider-Man movie anyway, and if they keep the same character and have the similar director, then... It will probably be good. And the MCU, if they make new characters and just make better stories, then they'll be good as well. I think it'll be fine. But obviously, as fans, we'd probably like to see Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Spider-Man has enough villains and characters to... Like, you, you can have a pretty rich universe on his own, if well made. And who knows? Maybe they'll bring him back, I don't know, at the end of Phase 5 create another deal and it'll be an older Spider-Man and then it'll be like an awesome return. So they could spin it to make it something good. So it's not all doom and gloom, I guess. And also, it's a movie. Who cares? Yeah, it's a movie. But I care. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we do a podcast on movies, so we definitely care. No, I don't care. (laughs) No, I care. I care. I, I, I want these movies to be good. Anything else on that? I think we covered it pretty well. No. If anything else comes up, just uh, watch our Twitter or Facebook. We'll we'll put it up. Okay. D23, Disney Plus. Let's talk about it. So, obviously, there were some big announcements in terms of, well, on top of what happened in San Diego Comic-Con, actually, for Marvel. There was some Star Wars stuff. There was some just Disney stuff as well as some National Geographic stuff because that also comes with Disney Plus. So, we'll talk about all of that. We can start with Marvel because we're on the topic of Marvel. I think we were actually thinking that they might announce something at D23 about Spider-Man coming back, but that didn't happen. I think Tom Holland was actually there. He's got a movie with Chris Pratt, an animated movie. A Pixar movie. So that would have been a bit awkward, considering Chris Pratt's in the MCU as well. So he couldn't escape it in any way. But Marvel, so they talked a bit about the TV shows we already know about. So What If? They had some footage of What If? I don't know if you know about some of this. Some of this is spoilers, so if you care about this stuff, you can skip to the next the next thing we talk about but basically one of the stories they're following is peggy carter as she gets the super soldier serum she becomes captain america or i think she has a a shield with the british flag on it so she becomes captain britain i think i don't know if you heard about this one but black panther is star lord no i didn't hear about that one actually (laughs) okay yeah Yeah, fair enough that's one of the things they're following and bucky fights a zombie captain america they'll probably be marvel zombies which is one of the big comic runs where everyone becomes a zombie. They showed some footage of some of this, and the animation style looks like... I'm a little bit disappointed because it looks a bit like Star Wars Resistance. Have you seen the animation style? No, I haven't. It's like... I actually liked it. I thought it looked good. You know that Iron Man show? Oh, yeah. No, it doesn't look like that. I I think it looks different to that. I was hoping for more traditional hand-drawn style. Yeah, no, it's not hand-drawn, but I don't think it's like that Iron Man show. Which is like computer computer generated animation. Well, this is as well, but I think. Well, but it, it looks it looks different. slightly better. Yeah, it do, it does look better, but I would have preferred a traditional hand drawn. With the Iron Man one, they basically render the characters, and then they have predetermined functions that they can do, and they basically just get them to do that. But this one looks like they actually did the frame by frame animation. I mean, I've only seen pictures of it, so I, I don't know yeah. how. It, looks in motion but i think it'll look okay i was hoping for more like the the colorful avengers earth's mightiest heroes style yeah but it's also in the mcu world so i guess yeah i can't have it but it's what if so they could have really done whatever they wanted but anyway loki they just said tom hiddleston is is in it they don't really say anything else holy shit really (laughs) he's in the tv show which is called the character that he plays (laughs) yeah well you were saying he wasn't in it (laughs) No, I said he might do the voiceover and he won't actually be in the show. It would just be another actor. But I was wrong. Just like I am with many other things. <laughs> it should be more of a surprise when I'm right, actually. But- Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they had Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan on stage. I don't think there was anything out of that. They said that there was a couple other people in it. They said Kurt Russell's son's in it. Oh, yeah, that's right. yeah. yeah. He is, yeah. What's his name? Wyatt Russell. Yeah, Wyatt Russell. He's going to be US agent, and that chick is in it. Sharon Carter. From 
Sharon Carter. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, One Division. One Division. There was some more news about that, I guess. So basically, they said that Randall Park from Ant Man and the Wasp, so reprising his character from Ant Man and the Wasp, and Kat Dennings, everyone's favorite character from the Thor movies, is back for this series, and it's a sitcom style series. That's something I didn't see coming. They're all going to live in an apartment and then they're going to go to the coffee house afterwards and drink some coffee. And then, I don't know, Vision will be sad because... And they're going to jump around in a fountain for the for the introduction. Yeah, yes. And John Favreau is going to be in it as Monica's love interest. And Bruce Willis will be in it too. Yes, as the, the student's dad. All of that's not true, by the way. But yeah, it's a sitcom. I didn't expect that because this is leading into Doctor Strange, which is a horror movie. Well, they did say it was a sitcom ages ago. Okay, I, I didn't know that, actually. What I think it will be is it, it will be a sitcom to start off with, and then it will go into darker things afterwards. It's probably all in her mind, right? Yeah, yeah. She's got reality-bending abilities, so that's what we assume would happen. Those are all the shows that we already knew about. So they announced three new shows. So Moon Knight, She-Hulk, and Miss Marvel. I don't think they said too much about any of them. Miss Marvel's directed by, I don't know if you've seen this show, it's really good if you haven't seen it, it's called Sex Education, it's on uh, Netflix, uh, Netflix. yeah, really good show actually, but it's directed by the same person that did that. And they, they also said that all of these characters, well they said specifically about Miss Marvel that she will be in the movies, but most likely all of the characters will be in the movies at some stage. Anything else? Do you? I don't know much about Moon Knight or She-Hulk to be honest. Do you want me to tell you? I know a little bit. I don't know a lot. I know she. I don't know a lot about She-Hulk, but I know she's cousins to Bruce Banner. She gets kind of affected the same way he does. I think it's like a blood transfusion or something like that. She actually is like Deadpool. She knows she's in a comic book, so she breaks. So the she fourth breaks wall. the fourth wall, and she's always in her She-Hulk form, but she's, like, smart. So she's a normal person in the Hulk form. Most of her stories apparently are just her being a lawyer, and she occasionally punches people. In Hulk form. In Hulk form. She's always in Hulk form. So Bruce Banner will be in this? Most likely. In some capacity, I would say. But, yeah, she's, she's like Deadpool in terms of she breaks the fourth wall and she um, knows she's in a comic book, or in this case, a TV show. Moon Knight is a crazy dude, basically. (laughs) Not crazy. He's bipolar. He's kind of like Batman. He goes out at night and just beats people up. (laughs) He apparently goes to Iraq and he's a war veteran and he dies because of an explosion there. And then he gets resurrected as the Moon Knight. But also, that may all just be a lie and he might just be... That could not be true. But he's got like four different personalities or something. And he comes out at night. Oh, well, he's there all the time, but he, he goes out and beats people up. Yeah. Sounds interesting. He's a crazy bloke. He's like, yeah, he basically has a death wish. And Miss Marvel we sort of know about already. So Miss Marvel's a, an inhuman, <laughs> surprisingly. So she's an inhuman that gets her power. Well, she idolizes Captain Marvel, and then she wears her colors, and then she gets superpowers, and she's like, oh, cool, I'll beat Miss Marvel. So we might see her in the movies at some stage, probably with Captain Marvel. Uh, That was all the Marvel-related stuff. There was a bunch of other stuff that they announced. We can talk about the Disney stuff. Yeah, just briefly. Yeah, so High School Musical. It's happening. Yeah, it's happening. So this is a bit weird because it's like documentary-style scripted series. Yeah, it's like The Office, like that sort of. If you've ever seen American Vandal, I reckon it'll be kind of like that. I think it'll be satirical. Yeah, and the movies <laughs> exist in the world. Like, it's it's at the school where the movies were filmed or something. So I think it'll try and be, like, self-referential and almost like 21 drum, Jump Street-like. And it'll have songs. Yes, which we will love, yes. as we do all the previous High School Musical songs, which we know off by heart. Yes, name one. We're all in this together. Is that one? It's it's legit, legitimately one. <laughs> I've watched the first High School Musical movie more times than I care to admit. <laughs> I haven't seen the other ones, but I've seen the first one more times than I should have. Lizzie McGuire is back. So we used to watch this. Well, I used to watch it. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched a little bit of it. Yeah. So she has this yeah. like little cartoon character in her mind. Um, yeah, she does. That yeah. looks like her. So that cartoon character is back. But it ha- So she's grown. I think she's like 30-something. Um, oh, really? She did stay 12 years old? Oh, shit. 
So that will be interesting. I can't remember. She's got like two friends, right? Like one girl and one. Yeah, guy. she does. She has yeah. two friends. Yep. Yeah. I can't exactly remember that show. Only well. two though. She never. She yeah. never meets anyone else. Yeah, she now just wasn't very social. I can't really remember it either. And her parents. She had parents in it, right? She had parents. <laughs> and a brother, right? She had a brother and a. Like the parents were in it quite often as well. I'm pretty sure. Ah, uh, yeah, they were. Yeah. I might be mixing this up with Kim Possible as well, because they were similar. Because she also had a friend. Yeah, but she only has one friend. No, she's got two, except one of them doesn't know that she's a secret agent, and one does. No, I, I don't. I don't think you're. I don't think you know what Kim Possible is. She's got a friend called like Monique or something. Does she? I don't know. Yeah, she's got a friend, and then she's got the guy. Yeah, she's got Ron Stoppable. Ron Stoppable, yeah, Kim Possible, and there's she has another friend called Monique. Okay, the uh, listeners can let me know if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure she does, <laughs> and I don't think she knows, or she finds out later, but I don't think she knows that she's like a secret agent. Anyway, while we're on animated movies, Phineas and Ferb, they get a movie. It's about Candace, their sister, something about her taking over the universe or something, but that'll be interesting. Phineas and Ferb is actually like one of my favorite shows i love it <laughs> it's pretty good it's pretty funny <laughs> it's so random but it's just brilliant i love it <laughs> i don't know if anyone's seen it but they have a, a pet platypus and the pet platypus is a secret agent yes yes he is it's a, it's a good show it's, it's pretty fun you know have you seen the crossover one with marvel they have one with like how he they meet the avengers yeah i've heard about it, but i haven't seen it Pretty good. Pixar had a presentation as well. They just pretty much said all the Pixar movies and all the shorts are on Disney+. And they also have this show called Pixar in Real Life where people kind of reenact Pixar movies in real life. I don't know how it works. Oh, okay. But cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know those guys in the yellow suits in Monsters, Inc.? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, apparently, like, they dress up as them and they just walk around the street. Oh, okay. Sounds shit. <laughs> Can't wait to definitely not watch that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if it's like a prank show or something, but... It sounds like I'm something I'm definitely not interested in watching. <laughs> <laughs> and there's this show called Monsters at Work, which is also a Monsters, Inc. show. And it's about... It's basically straight after Monsters, Inc. And it's about these interns who are about to start at Monsters, Inc. And they, like, studied about scaring. Like, they, they studied scaring at uni and they came to Monsters, Inc. But then it was the day that they switched from being scaring kids to like making kids laugh because laughter was more powerful than screams yes with the premise of monsters inc yes nicely yeah. explained yeah spoilers for monsters inc if you haven't seen it <laughs> but basically it's about these guys that come to work but then they figure out that well everything they've learned is no longer applicable also something i'm probably not going to watch actually i watch a lot of shit so this is probably all the stuff i'll watch <laughs> they also have a muppet show which is apparently unscripted and it's all improv. There's this Noel Christmas movie with Anna Kendrick. Oh, I saw the trailer for that, yeah. Something about Santa's son not wanting to be Santa and he leaves and doesn't come back. I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, and she's his sister. She's Santa's daughter, yeah. Lady and the Tramp, we've already mentioned, so they're doing a live-action remake of that, going straight to Disney+. Plus. Now we can talk about Star Wars. So Star Wars had a panel. Firstly, Clone Wars, so they're going to have the entire series on Disney+, Plus, as well as the new episodes, so the new season as well, coming out February 2020. You're a fan of Clone Wars, right? Uh, not really, no. <laughs> I've <laughs> seen maybe like 10 or 15 episodes. I haven't seen much of it. Yeah, I heard it's like amazing. Well, people that like it say- Yeah, it's so meant to be pretty good. Really good. I think it's too late. I'm probably not going to watch it. Yeah, well, if they're all on there, you might as well watch that instead of High School Musical. From my experience with with streaming platforms, instead of watching all the good stuff that's already happened, I either watch new stuff that's completely shit or watch stuff I've already seen before. <laughs> so that's probably what's going to happen with Disney Plus as well. Other Star Wars related. So they're going to make a new series with K2SO and Cassian Andor. Do you remember who they are? Yeah, they're from Rogue One. So it's a prequel to Rogue One. Yeah. Because they die in Rogue One, so it would be awkward if it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's just their graves for for two hours. <laughs> two hour still shots of their graves. And apparently they'll make them look younger. Less dead. Well, yeah. Well, when you're younger, I guess you're less dead. 
Well, one of them's luckily a robot, so they don't have to make him younger. Which one was K2SO? K2SO is the um, the robot in Rogue One. Is that the one that talks? Yeah, Alan Tudyk. Because I'm getting them mixed up with the one in Solo. The one in Solo is, um, I think that's Phoebe Waller-Bridge, isn't it? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Mandalorian, which is coming out on release. So, did you know that all the episodes don't come out at once? It's a weekly release. Yeah, it's a weekly thing. Yeah, which is good. Then I don't have to binge watch it. It's hard with work, you know. You got a job. You can't can't just sit there and watch TV all day. I wish it was. But. And I guess it's easier for us because then we can watch an episode a week and then uh, review it once at they're the all end. done. Yeah, yeah. Instead of having to binge it all in a weekend. So that's set before the Force Awakens, but after. Uh, the Last Jedi. I mean, not the Last Jedi. The Return of the Jedi. That's a that's an odd time. <laughs> yeah. Before the Force Awakens, but, but after, after the, the Last, Last Jedi. Jedi. Okay. Yeah. Maybe time travel is involved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There is time travel in the Star Wars universe. There is. Yeah. yeah. And it's got Taika Waititi as a droid. I think. Yeah, he's um IG eighty eight. Do you reckon they just use like a random letter and number generator to come up with these names? Oh, most definitely. Hundred <laughs> percent. BB eight and K two SO. They they use random they use random number letter generator twice and then use random number generator twice. Whatever comes up comes yeah, up. That's it. That's it, yeah. Uh, I guess the biggest reveal of the night was Obi Wan. So I think everyone sort of Already saw, knew this. Yeah, like saw this coming. Because but, they yeah. announced it already. <laughs> Well, not announced it. It was rumoured. Yeah, it was rumoured. Yeah, but it, it is happening and Ewan McGregor is is back. So that I, I'm actually kind of looking forward to that. It's probably the most excited I've been for a Star Wars related thing. I'm not that excited for it. Oh, okay. What are you more excited for? I'm more for? excited for the Mandalorian. Okay. Yeah, that looks really good too. I'm, I think that'll be good too. But Obi-Wan is something I'm quite interested in. Lastly, we had a trailer for Rise of Skywalker. What did you think of it? okay it was okay i'm surprised this is the only trailer we've had right no nah, there's been that other one there was that one where ray jumps over this ship yeah that was barely a trailer though that was like the teaser there's been two trailers i guess that that was a minute and a half long the last one this is like two minutes or something so but most of this one is not even the movie yeah it's just yeah uh, well maybe the first 30 seconds isn't and then yeah i, I was just saying i'm surprised that it's not it's coming out in like two months, isn't it? Three months. I think they're just trying to keep it under wraps. Well, it's it's JJ Abrams, so he likes to keep it under wraps. Yeah, keep everything under wraps. Even after you watch the movie, it's still under wraps. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. You got to yeah. buy the DVD. That's where you find out everything. Yeah, but that's going to be wrapped, yeah. so you have to unwrap that. Yeah, to, literally to find everything the is under wraps. Yeah, I thought I thought it was all right. What do you think of the lightsaber? I thought it looked cool. <laughs> I don't know. These these things are all stupid. There's no practical lightsaber. A lightsaber is a very unpractical thing to begin with. So, I don't know. Just make them look cool, I guess. And that one looked cool. And sell some toys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all of this is to sell toys, but... I'm going to buy all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. I thought, it, yeah, it's a cool design, isn't it? It's not practical in any sense, but it's a cool design. Very. It's It's more likely that you might accidentally cut yourself. Yeah, but I think the Kylo Ren's lightsaber is more yeah, incidental one, to cut yourself. that one's more hazardous. And I think Darth Maul's is probably even more hazardous because you might accidentally turn it on and it might, you know, kill yourself. Oh, but that's the same with this one, isn't it? Doesn't this one, like, flip out? It flips out, yeah, true. But if you're stupid enough to face the thing to your body, then you should be cutting yourself. I guess so, yeah. And is Palpatine in this movie? visions or force force ghosts or something like that i don't think he'll be in it i don't think he'll be in it be in it but i think he'll be in it in some capacity like a force ghost or something even though they're not meant to have force ghosts i don't know they'll come up with some shit (laughs) sith ghost yeah well he's yeah sith ghost but it's not called a jedi ghost it's called a force ghost so i'm technically it's technically still a force ghost isn't it still yeah i guess so Mm. yeah yeah a dark force ghost Dark Force Ghost. Yeah, but it's not called the Light Force Ghost either. <laughs> so it's still just a Force Ghost. I'm just trying to come up with a name. No, it's just the same name. They already came up with the name. You don't need to change it. <laughs> uh, that's all I had. Did you have anything else in terms of D23, D- Disney Plus? 
Disney Plus D23. No, I think that was it, wasn't it? Oh, there's this one show on National Geographic with Jeff Goldblum. I heard about the Jeff Goldblum show. I didn't know it was National Geographic. Yeah, it's on Nas- it's on National Geographic, which is also on Disney Plus. But basically, he just does whatever he wants, and they film him. Oh, okay, just like he does in real life. <laughs> yeah. Pretty yeah. much, like it, it is a documentary, so he'd be like, "I want to learn more about car motors or something," and he would just like walk into a garage, and they just film him doing that. Yeah, well, people would enjoy that. People. People enjoy Jeff Goldblum's weird, weird quirks and mannerisms. He, he talks in a talks in a bit of a weird way. People like it. They'll probably be the most popular show on um, Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's the first one I'm watching. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think that's that's all we had. I don't think there was anything else. Not that I. Yeah, I didn't make any notes, so I don't remember. But <laughs> from what I remember, that that's it. That's all the important stuff. We'll go back to the Who Am I and then we'll wrap it all up. you got to guess this guy's name. Oh, it's a guy. I thought it was a lady all this time. <laughs> okay, yeah. That changes my answer slightly. Oh, okay. I want to know who you thought it was initially after I say this and then, yeah. Okay. So, I'm an evil, smooth-talking witch doctor who plots to rule New Orleans with the help of my friends from the other side. I have an infamous reputation around New Orleans and I'm feared in the eyes of its inhabitants. I am a descendant of royalty through my mother, whose severed shrunken head I keep on my emporium. While growing up, the wealthy treated me with disrespect or ignored me altogether. Having come from a poor background, I grew to resent the rich and prosperous, none so much as the most powerful man in the city, Eli Big Daddy LeBouf. I sought to supersede my rival by using black magic while offering the souls of New Orleans citizens to my friends as recompense. Who am I? The Lion King. <laughs> Am I correct? <laughs> Did I get it? No. You're not it? even in was the it? same deck. That, that was it, wasn't it? Okay. No. R- really, the only Disney property that I know that's set in New Orleans is that frog prince thing where the prince gets turned into a frog. Yeah. Princess so I'm guessing it's from that. Yeah. Princess of the Frog. Yeah. yeah. But who did you think it was? Like initially? The, whoever the villain is in that Princess of so the Frog. So you thought movie. it was a, a woman? <laughs> Well, I don't know who the villain is in that movie. It's either a man or a woman. Whoever the villain is in that is the answer to this question. Yes. Well, you're right. I don't think many people will actually know this guy's name because not many people have even seen this movie. But the guy's name is Dr. Facilia. Oh, yeah. That was that was my next guess, actually. <laughs> and he's commonly, he's commonly known as the Shadow Man. I knew it was from that movie. I just didn't know who it was. And I never would have guessed that. Well, that that was it. So if people want to get... Get in touch with us to tell us their thoughts about The Lion King, Spider-Man leaving the MCU, or any of the Disney Plus stuff. How do they do it? So we've got our Facebook and Instagram at Cognitive Recalibration, Twitter at C Recalibration, and you can send us an email at Cognitive Recalibration Podcast at gmail.com. And we're on all podcasting platforms, so make sure you give us a like on our Facebook page because we do all our updates on that and you'll know when and new episodes come out, make sure you give us a subscribe on your favorite podcasting service so you never miss an episode. When are you watching it, Chapter 2? Sometime this weekend. I will be watching it soon as well. Probably tomorrow or sometime this weekend. So we'll be doing a review of that soon. That'll be our next episode. I think September's reasonably quiet apart from this. I'll be back full time soon. Yes, yeah. So you will both be in the same room soon. So Soonish, yeah. Yeah, so less... I guess editing for me or for you might be because I'm going to be studying soon. So it might be me editing. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to put them out exactly how they are. (laughs) Unedited. (laughs) Unedited. That's the uncut version. I'm the director's cut. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Snyder cut that everyone wants. You're the Snyder (laughs) cut and I'm the, I'm the theatrical cut. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Look forward to that. If you have any other movies that you want us to review or talk about or, it doesn't have to be new ones, old ones. Let us know and we'll we'll have a look at them because we'll have a couple of weeks where we probably don't have a new movie to talk about. Maybe I'll watch one, you'll watch one, and then we talk, we'll talk about, about it. it. Since I just came back from Japan, there. If you've seen Your Name, yeah, yeah, that was on the TV the other night. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was on SBS. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Did you watch it? No, <laughs> I watched The Bachelor instead. Oops. <laughs> You've obviously got a taste for... For great television, eh? 
But Your Name, great movie for those who have seen it. If you haven't seen it, do check it out. It's one of their most successful animation movies in Japan. So the makers of that have come up with another movie called Weathering With You, which is currently running in the cinemas. It was running in Japan, but it was in Japanese, so I didn't watch it there. But I'm planning to watch that one as well. So I'll talk about that in one of our future episodes. Sounds good. I've watched a couple of things recently. Maybe we'll talk about it in the It Chapter 2 episode. Yeah, we'll do that. Okay, so thanks for listening. And till the next episode, see you later. Catch you next time. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.